This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. This is a scriptease episode where we talk through some of the world's greatest plays, jump through the major plot points, give some background, and of course, spoil the endings, all in less than five minutes. We do the hard work so you can do the easy listening. Today we do British Wit with The Importance of Being Earnest by Oscar Wilde in 1895. Why is it called that? Great question. So this play is very much about who exactly is Ernest, and it is also the last line of the play. Ernest being another word for honest and the name of the main character, sort of. Many people are called Ernest in this play, and if you count one twice, which you should, there are five people called Ernest. Jack, whose real name is Ernest, calls himself Ernest. He pretends to have a younger brother named Ernest, who he also pretends to be. His friend pretends to be Ernest, his real father's name is Ernest, and then we learn his actual name is also Ernest. So it is important who is Ernest, and it is also shown in this play to be honest and truthful in all things, so the importance of being Ernest is aptly named. Algernon welcomes his friend Ernest in for a visit. Ernest admits soon his real name is Jack. Ernest is actually the name of his fake younger brother, a ruse he conducts to trick his young ward Cecily so he can go into town and pretend to clean up his young brother's messes. While in town, Jack pretends to be Ernest, and he has a grand time, although Cecily has become very fond of Ernest. Algernon then admits he does the same thing, but in reverse, he has a similar pretend friend named Bunbury that allows him to go into the country whenever he likes. Now we hear that Jack loves Gwendolyn, Algernon's cousin, and wouldn't you know it, she's coming to visit today. Jack asks Algernon to get Gwendolyn's mother, Lady Bracknell, out of the way so he can propose. In return, Jack will dine with Algernon so he doesn't have to spend time with Lady Bracknell. We also hear that Gwendolyn loves the name Ernest and will only marry someone with that name. All goes to plan at first. In the middle of Gwendolyn's accepting Ernest's proposal, Lady Bracknell enters and sends Gwendolyn away. Lady Bracknell interviews Ernest to see if he's up to snuff. He is not. She will not allow Gwendolyn to be engaged to Ernest. But... What's the problem? He has money and status? Well, Bracknell's issue is he is an orphan that was found in a handbag at a railway station. So she suggests that he find his parents ASAP. Jack and Algernon are furious and decide on a scheme to kill Ernest off. Gwendolyn slips back into the room and confesses her love to Ernest. She heard the conversation with Bracknell and she wants to know more. She asks for his country address. Algernon is listening and also writes the address down. We then move to Jack's country estate, where Cecily tries to get away from studying. Mrs. Prism allows a break because she is distracted by Dr. Chaucible, the local reverend. Now here's some comedy. We hear the arrival of Ernest Worthing announced. In comes Algernon pretending to be Ernest. He and Cecily talk flirtatiously. She admits she has been fascinated by him for a long time and invites him for dinner. Then in comes Jack in his black clothes. He is mourning the death of his brother Ernest. He tells Mrs. Prism and Dr. Chaucible the bad news. And in comes Cecily telling them all that Ernest has just come to visit. Jack sees it's Algernon and tries to get rid of him, but Algernon stays. Cecily says she loves the name Ernest. And so Algernon goes to arrange a baptism to change his name. That's when Gwendolyn arrives and says to Cecily she is engaged to a man named Ernest Worthing. This causes a fight between the women, but Jack and Algernon come back in and let them know there actually is no Ernest. The tricked women then leave arm in arm, not happy that they have been made a fool of. The men bicker, throw food, and then come up with a plan. 
They tell the women some kind of truth. The earnest charade was done so they could see their lovers more often. The women forgive them, but any celebrations are short-lived because Bracknell is here to collect Gwendolyn. But the sight of Algernon holding Cecily's hand has her ready to attack. But she quickly asks Jack about Cecily's inheritance and she no longer minds about the hand-holding. Cecily is rich. Bracknell allows the marriage, but not so fast. Jack is Cecily's guardian and will only let her marry if he can marry Gwendolyn. Dr. Chaucerville shows up ready to baptise Algernon and then mentions Mrs. Prism. Bracknell remembers the name and demands to see her. Miss Prism enters and confesses she used to be Bracknell's servant. One day she was in charge of taking care of a special baby boy. On the same day she had taken a three-volume novel to read. At some point she put the book in the stroller and the baby in the handbag. In error she dropped the handbag off at a train station. Jack runs to get the handbag he was found in at the train station and thinks Miss Prism is his mother. But no, Bracknell says, his mother is a relation of hers, Mrs. Moncrief. That makes Jack Algernon's older brother. Not to mention Gwendolyn is now his cousin, but let's not talk about that. But no one knows what Jack's birth name is, and it's important because Gwendolyn will only love and marry a man named Ernest, of course. It happens to be Jack is named after his father, who is called... Ernest. So Gwendolyn and Jack slash Ernest can be married. Hugs for everyone. And we finish the playoff with Jack slash Ernest saying he has learnt the importance of being Ernest. If you didn't know the play before, you do now. A bit. If you like the sound of it, have a read. That was Script Tease. Remember, this was just our version of the play's story, highlighting the bits that we think are important. You may also have your favourite bits and moments you want to mention. If you do, please leave a comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. That is all from us at The Aside and this episode of Scriptease. There are a load of episodes in the bank, including more Scriptease episodes and over 200 episodes of The Aside. If you would like to ask us a question, do not hesitate to do so at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course... Thank you for listening.